The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Walsh. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. And as we are diving deeper into our AI glossary series, we are focusing more and more on these terms and topics that may seem complicated. The the terms that people use sometimes, the words that they use, don't have an intuitive understanding. You look at these words and it might as well be a foreign language because you have no idea what it could mean. It could mean house or goat or you know, the weather. You have no idea what that word might mean or it might even be an insult. You never know. But uh, but these but in the terms of trying to understand artificial intelligence and machine learning and big data, you want to have a good fundamental uh, we call intuitive understanding these terms so that you can have a conversation and be on the general same page as that person. And so we've been going through this AI glossary series now for a while. And if you're new to the AI Today podcast, you should know that we have many uh, podcasts on this topic that relate to an actual glossary that we have on the Cognolytica site. So you can go to cognolytica.com. And look at our uh, AI glossary right there and look at all these terms. But, you know, there's a purpose to the podcast. And it, sometimes it helps just to explain things and walk things through. Maybe hearing about it is a little easier to understand uh, than reading about it. Um, and, of course, we have we do more on the AI Today podcast than just our glossary series. Uh, you know, we've, we've been having interviews with folks who do AI and on a daily basis. That's part of their AI today. Practitioners who are using the best practice, CPMAI, Cognitive Project Management for AI Methodology, as well as use cases and diving deep into where things are with AI and failures and things like that. So definitely be connected and stay subscribed if you aren't already. Exactly. And we've heard from many of our listeners that you've been enjoying this glossary series. So thank you for reaching out, sharing what you've enjoyed. We always do love hearing from you. And we have a a very comprehensive AI glossary that we have created, and we link to it in the show notes. You can also find it at Cognolytica.com. We wanted to spend time in an AI glossary series podcast to go over some of, well, to actually to go over all of the terms in the glossary with our listeners, because we understand that sometimes these terms can be confusing. Sometimes maybe you've never heard them before. So we want to present them in ways that make sense. Uh, On some podcasts, we present just one term and on other podcasts, we'll present a few terms together that that group nicely uh, to help you understand what those terms mean. So on today's podcast, we're going to go over the terms loss function, cost function, and gradient descent. So at a high level, loss function is when measured against the training data, which is supposed to be correct. So we're going to assume that the training data is correct here. Uh, The loss function measures how incorrect or wrong the model is by comparing the target data and predicted output values. A loss function is a function which measures the error between a single prediction and the corresponding actual value. So there are many ways to calculate the loss function, but a simple one is the L1 loss, which is the absolute difference between expected and predicted results. And the goal here is to reduce the loss in your models. So think about loss function. It helps you figure out how wrong the neural network is against the training data and then measure how wrong the network is uh, if we want to think about this, like think about target data as hitting a bullseye, you know, for shooting arrows at 
a target. We think about wanting to hit the bullseye. And the predicted outputs are where you actually hit the arrow. So then the loss function is going to be the difference between the bullseye and your arrow. That's a, a good way to think about it, at least visually. I like to think about things that way. Yeah. And, and that target uh, example actually comes up in multiple cases. When we talked about bias variance, actually, that comes up in that same visual uh, perspective as well. Yes, it absolutely does. So if you've seen things out there, you may uh, you may see <laughs> bullseyes and targets as a nice visual. Then the next term we want to go over is cost function. So this is the aggregation of all the losses or errors in a neural network during one pass of training, and it measures the aggregate correctness or error of the network. And there are many ways to calculate the cost function, but a simple one is the average of the square of all the errors for the different outputs. And this is called the mean squared error, sometimes MSE. As we train our models, we iterate them with each training cycle to lower and lower the total error of the network, that total cost, and get to convergence. Yeah. So I, I like this target and arrow kind of uh, mental uh, model. <laughs> That's it's actually a mental model for thinking about this problem. And you want to think, like, let's say you're trying to build a computer to shoot arrows, literally shoot arrows at a target. And so you come up with this model and you go, okay, great. We'll load up the uh, quiver with, uh, you know, 10 arrows because one arrow isn't enough to see if your thing works. So you want to know if your little program works to hit the target. So you're going to use one arrow? No, no, no. You will use one arrow. You're going to put a whole bunch of arrows. So let's put a dozen arrows or 10 arrows in there. And then you just shoot them all. Boom, 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 boom. Hey, if you can hit the target all 10 to 12 times. Uh, high five for you. You solved that problem. That's one heck of an amazing robot device thing that can do it. But you're not going to. So you can have some arrows that hit in one place, some arrows at another. And, and the total cost range is like, you want to say, well, okay, well, how, how off was this machine? Well, what we're doing is we're basically doing this cost function. We're going to calculate, we're going to take each arrow, we're going to take a little measure or a piece of string, and we'll put it to where we wanted that arrow to be. That's the target, right? And measure that distance. And the reason why you might want to square it is because you really want to, want to get to convergence. We talked about this before. Quickly, we want to get to the right answer as quickly as possible. And of course, in this case, convergence is almost literally or figuratively what we mean, like converge all those errors on the bullseye. So if you want to think of convergence visually, think about that. Like we want to get all the arrows to the bullseye as quickly as possible. You don't want to use like 2,000 arrows <laughs> you know, it's been four months trying to figure this out. You want to get there as quickly as possible, right? So the squaring of the errors basically really penalizes things that are wrong. So that's how you can get there as quickly as possible. Now, this by itself, um, as a strategy, we use to adjust the weights because we talked about an artificial neural net. We have all these layers, especially in deep learning, and each neuron is connected to other neurons. And we have multiple layers, and they all have weights, and those weights are well, kind of random. You know, they 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 don't they don't have the right answer. At the very least, they don't have the right answer. So we need to, every time we go, we shoot a bunch of arrows at the target, figure out how wrong we are. Now, what we need to do is figure out how to how to adjust all of those weights. Now, this was actually a, a pretty technically challenging idea, also computationally intensive idea, especially if I had many layers and many neurons and many nodes, and they're all connected to each other, and they all have weights, and I got to adjust the weights, which is one of the parameters in the neural net, and biases, which is another parameter in the neural net, and this is stuff we explain in our other glossaries, so if many of these uh, terms are new, you should listen to our glossary series on that. But one of the innovations in 
uh, neural networks that was developed by Jeff Hinton and others is this idea called gradient descent, which is once we know the error, we have this total cost, it provides a strategy for us to update these uh, uh, approaches. Actually, it's a related idea called backpropagation, which we're going to talk about, uh, we talk about in another glossary series. But first, the idea of gradient descent is it's a method used to facilitate the training especially of deep learning neural network, machine learning models, by optimizing and finding the best network parameters, which of course are the biases and the weights, to minimize this cost function, to get from being really wrong to being not so wrong, and get to the desired results more quickly. So basically convergence, right? And the idea, gradient descent is this mathematical idea. Gradient is, think of it like a slope on a hill, right? Or a slope on something. And you, what you're trying to do is if, if you think if the optimal solution is the bottom of the hill, you, you want to find a strategy to get from the top of your mountain or hill to the bottom as quickly as possible. And if you are blindfolded, let's say, which is always a dangerous thing to be, by the way, on a mountain. But if you are blindfolded and told you need to find the bottom as quickly as possible, and it's not just like a pyramid, right? There's You can go down and then go back up again, or you may end up on a ridge, you may end up the wrong place. The gradient descent is a mathematical approach that allows us to optimize by finding that optimal path. And rather than the alternative would be guessing, <laughs> maybe I should go right, maybe I should go left, maybe I should go forward, maybe I should go backwards. And if I told you to get from the top of the hill down to the bottom, maybe you might choose the random approach. Probably not good. The other approach, of course, we talk about this in our brute force and heuristic approaches. Well, let's try every possible direction and iterate that way. I'll go right, and then go right, and then go right, and then go back. That's a very, very, very slow way of doing it. So gradient descent is our strategy for not doing it either of those kind of not so great ways, guessing or brute force. It speeds things up. And of course, mathematics saves us here. And that's why a lot of this stuff is based on math and why having better ways and faster ways of doing math really helps speed up the whole neural net thing. Exactly. So now, hopefully at a high level, if you hear loss function, cost function, and gradient descent, you'll understand at least at a high level what these terms are. But of course, understanding them at a high level and knowing how to apply them are two different things. And we are big advocates on the AI Today podcast of doing AI right, including following best practices methodologies. And we are big advocates of the CPM AI methodology. So that's the Cognitive Project Management for AI methodology. And special for our listeners of AI Today, we have come up with a free intro to CPM AI course so that you can learn more about it. Uh, go to aitoday.live slash cpmai to sign up for free. And if you're interested in actually getting the certification as well, then go to cognolitica.com slash cpmai. I'll make sure to link to both of those in the show notes. You can just click on the link and it'll take you to both of those sites. I know that many of our podcast listeners are CPMAI certified. We also have a podcast uh, interviews with folks that are CPMAI certified. They talk about how it's helped enhance their career, help them better manage AI projects so that their uh, projects are more successful and they don't become one of the failure statistics for AI projects. So if you're interested in learning more, I definitely encourage you to check out either the free intro to CPMAI or the actual get the certification as well. So with that, we thank you so much for listening to today's podcast and we'll catch you in another episode. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more, 
please visit our website at Cognolitica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group, and make sure to join the Cognolitica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyright by Cognolytica, all rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.